This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Round up on for FM, RFM, and MPR. As always, I'm Grady, and live on Skype, we got Josh. Hey. Uh, Raw, SmackDown, and NXT this week. Uh, let's just start off with the blue brand. Uh, Charlotte Flair, she got a, her first challenger, uh, or I guess a new challenger stepping up to her, uh, with Shotzi coming out and trying to make a name for herself. Interesting. Uh, I'm not against it. Uh, elevate Shotsky, especially since they blew the tag team up that they spent six months building. Yeah, I think it's still, I guess, super obvious that Charlotte versus Sasha Banks is the the championship path forward. But I think it's cool to give Shotzi, I guess, a bit of a chance here. You know, a bit of a showcase, a little bit of a prove yourself match. Um, ultimately, in the end. Sasha Banks did, uh, like, ruin her shot for her, cause a distraction, and let Charlotte walk out with the win. But, you know, Shotzi then beat the ever-loving poop out of Sasha Banks, so we might be getting a bit of a different attitude from Shotzi as well. Yeah, I was going to say, nobody was talking about the fact that she lost the match. Everybody was talking about the beatdown on Sasha Banks and the seeming uh, heel turn for Sasha which, if is the case, means big things for my girl. Because that puts her in line to be one of the bigger names on the SmackDown side of the women's division, which has to, re- has to rebuild because they sent everybody over to Raw. <laughs> Ex- except, of course, Charlotte, who they pulled from Raw. Yeah. So, I'm fine with it. Uh, of course, we get through Sasha, and then who knows what comes with the Rumble. Yeah, because our, our sort of pay-per-view schedule coming up, right, is we got Survivor Series on November 21st. Uh, we got Day 1 uh, on January 1st, and then right after that, January 29th with the Royal Rumble. Um, so, yeah, it's it's getting pretty spicy. It's getting pretty close to that Rumble time. Yeah, yeah, we're just two months away from Rumble, and so we can start throwing out people for r- random predictions that <laughs> might come true that in six months time we'd be looking back like how the heck did we come up with that yeah it's it's um, almost time but and, and then it turns true so who knows <laughs> um yeah so shotsky is definitely if she's going to be a heel i could definitely see her being a major player in the next few months i'm not saying winning the rumble because i think it'd be a little soon from the heel turn but i could see her finishing top three and then okay. s- Maybe following the Big E path and getting a moment with the briefcase, which with the women know we know will be cashed in within a week. That is that is the trend, definitely. Um, it's an interesting thought for sure. Um, in terms of where Shotzi's going to go, it seems as though you know 
and I know we've sat here and thought about this uh, with other superstars, but at least for now, it seems like she's getting utilized um, and getting, you know, as much of a hot shot as she can, getting boosted up that card. You know, not everybody gets to, to have a match with Charlotte to open the show and sort of get involved with the women's champion and the number one contender and uh, leave you wondering what they're actually going to do moving forward, you know. Are they going to throw it around and we'll just get a sort of triple threat match for the title? Or are we just going to throw her to the side? She's getting herself involved in that storyline. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm very interested. I'm, I want to see more of what they do. I'm, I want to see if maybe she, like, aligns herself with Shonya. That's an option. Because mm-hmm. the Shonya uh, Naomi storyline is clearly still going on. <laughs> uh, so... And we love Shayna, but there's only so many times you can see Shayna versus Naomi. So why not Shayna versus Shotsky? It would just be further elevating because it's you're doing something with her. And this new attitude could definitely spring the new things. Yeah, interesting you bring up the the Naomi Sonya Deville stuff. That is where I was heading next. Um, It's... As you say, just continuing along, really. You know, Sonya Deville is the special guest ref. You know, clearly favoring Shayna Baszler. You know, the points where, you know, the match is won, and then nobody counts the pin, and then it gets turned around, and it's a fast count. Uh, your classic special guest referee spots. Yeah. I, I, I think they are building to the point where we actually will want to see Shayna... Uh, an actual match between Naomi and uh, Sonya Deville that nobody three or four months ago would have said, I want to see that match. Mm. My hope is, is that whatever the outcome of that match is, it wakes Naomi up and makes her realize she needs a mean side to her, and it leads her to her husband and cousin. Keep coming back to this Naomi and the Bloodline storyline. It's well, it's perfect. It's it was it's as perfect as putting a heel Roman Reigns with the Usos. When we said when we talked about a potential heel turn for Roman, we didn't think it would ever happen, but we said if it happens, the Usos must be involved because of the family angle. Mm-hmm. A year later, after the after the turn, and it's the best thing WWE's done all all year. And it's because it's a perfect fit. And you kind of... And it would be a perfect fit to add Naomi because she's married into the bloodline and she's a woman and can go after the female championship. Yeah. It's something that we always sort of discussed or we threw around as an option of what they could take going forward. Um, But if we're going to be talking about the bloodline there, we're going to have to talk about the main event as well. Uh, Xavier Woods, I guess, knighting... Kofi Kingston and uh, Bing Bang Bosch in the middle ended up with a classic New Day versus Usos uh, tag team match. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely, uh, I think that's one thing we all said we would like to see. The, these Usos versus the New Day, every time we see the match, it's great. Uh, so I have no doubt that if they continue the feud, which the fact that uh, the New Day won this match. Kind of says we're going to. Um, but the question then becomes, do we have it at Survivor Series? where it's, Or 
or we're going to have to put it on the back burner until day one. Yeah. Which would be funny, because isn't that the whole slogan for the Newsos anyway? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, but yeah, it's like one of those things where the, survi- the circumstances around Survivor Series kind of throws things off, because they said, we are doing Raw vs. SmackDown again. There are many things they can do, but obviously title matches I don't think are going to happen because of that stipulation. Yeah. It is either going to be the Usos versus RK-Bro, because I don't imagine them losing the titles before Survivor Series, or we'll have a five-on-five match that involves Big E, Roman Reigns, New Day, the Usos, and I don't know who else would fit on the Raw team, but that that's the storyline I want. I've said it before. I want the five-on-five match led by the world champions. And the mess with Big E, he puts the New Day on there, their team, on the SmackDown team. Yeah, we, we will have to wait and see. Obviously, um, Survivor Series only a couple of weeks away, so we are going to have to start building some of those matches up or at least pulling together you know what we are doing um and it's it's pretty much time to start building that so let's wait and see uh what holds in the future for king woods and knight kofi uh but if we we sort of shift a little bit over to raw you mentioned Big E there uh he's got his championship contender with seth rollins standing across him yeah he does but there's somebody else waiting in the wings that might be more of a threat to his title. I wonder who that could be. Well, I don't I'm not saying he'll win the title, but I could definitely see this guy costing Biggie the championship. And yeah, I it, Kevin Owens. Yeah. I could I I definitely think they're setting up for a, a heel turn for Kevin Owens. I did enjoy the fact that he like referenced all the storyline stories about how long he's going to be in WWE? Because he said, whether it's three months or three years, which is obviously a reference to the fact that we don't know for sure his contract's ending in three months, because there's some stories that said it ends in three years. Uh, so, I like that, and I just think the way they're building this, the fact that in the match, the which shocked me, kind of, that it was the first time Biggie and and Kevin Owens had ever faced off in a singles match, uh, you had Seth interject himself while both guys were down. Kevin Owens obviously knows what happened, but doesn't didn't see it, to his credit. Uh, tries to take advantage and tries to pin, pin him, but gets rolled up for Big E to, return, to win. And he's trying to explain himself and stuff. And Big E, I'll props to him, not being the naive champion that believes anything, took out Kevin Owens. Uh, So, yeah, I think it's definitely going to be maybe next week or the week after. We're going to see something happen with Kevin Owens. Yeah, there's definitely a story brewing there between Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, and Big E. Um, I believe next week it is Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins, or meant to be on paper. Um we'll have to wait and see what actually happens and whether that match takes place or not but um it's 
there's something there. I, I don't know if it's going to eventually lead to just Big E versus Seth Rollins. I don't know when that match is going to take place either. You know, we've got a very limited time before Survivor Series, obviously. Um, might be day one. Day one is two months away at this point. Sorry, one month. Two months. Two months away, I was right. Like, that's a while to build. Um, and then, yeah, Kevin Owens sort of poking his nose around and... Nobody really sort of trusting everybody, even though arguably Biggie and Kevin Owens are both faces at this current point in time. Yeah, um, I I could definitely see maybe them doing some like title matches and stuff on Raw or SmackDown, since you, as you said, we do have such a long period between now and the next non-specially pay per view which is what I'm going to call Survivor Series, because mm-hmm. it's especially because of circumstances. I could definitely see them doing, like, a title match on uh, the first Monday in November, December for some reason. No no particular reason around it. Just, that happens that way. Yeah. Or something like that. Um, But, yeah, it definitely is, a, like, a um, we're in a holding pattern because we don't know what they're doing for Survivor Series. And that's something they're going to have to start answering, and they probably will beginning friday before we actually <laughs> when we before we actually uh air yeah in new zealand dates and times we record this on uh thursday nights um so uh, we'll see what they do on smackdown and what's been announced but we'll have to talk about that next week uh this is a, a good point to cut into our entrance theme of the week, mostly because we're about halfway through the show, but also because we were just talking about the man whose music we are going to play, uh, and that is Kevin Owens. Uh, is it going to be three months? Is it going to be three years? Only time will tell, but what I can tell you is that we're playing his song right about now. Round up on Free FM, RFM, and NPR. I'm Grady, he's Josh, and we've still got half of Raw and some Gold Brand to get to. Uh, Damien Priest, you know, we talked about his new attitude, possibly. Seemed like he's uh, just sort of taken, taken some anger out on some people. 
and not only did he defeat T-Bar in a no-DQ match, but his next challenger appeared uh, in the form of Apollo Crews with Commander Aziz. Yeah. Um, what can I say? That was an amazing match on Raw uh, between T-Bar and uh, Priest. And who, in all honesty, thought? In all honesty, I think it did more for T-Bar than it did for Damian Priest. Uh, but for now, but now that I say that, I was like, what? I, that was kind of a low bar to cross anyway, considering all the things they haven't done with T-Bar since Retribution. Well, uh, they're doing my boy dirty. At least he gets a little bit of a feature here. Yeah, I will say, uh, that was definitely one of the, like, it, uh, most violent, uh, table spots I've ever seen, because the table literally exploded. Mm. When uh, T-Bar was put through it. Uh, but yeah, it was a great match. I T-Bar got the show. Hey, I can go. He got the show. It, they told us a good story. Uh, and in the end, the United States champion just can't, was too, too much. He's got a mean streak to him now a little bit. And then Apollo Crews came out. And... Uh, Basically said he wants the the United States Championship. Uh, of course, the way he said uh, um, Commander Aziz made me... I immediately said, bless you, because it sounded like he was sneezing. <laughs> it's, it's an interesting one, because, you know, we are talking about Damien Priest's change of attitude and sort of the, you know, mean streak that he might have going, and then we have someone like Apollo Crews come out um, still using his full-on heel character uh i guess raising a few questions here about are we fully committing to damien priest and this new path um but i i, I don't see damien priest losing the title to apollo cruz here i don't either um but anything is possible and i do think that they are using this new side of him, of him as a test for maybe bigger things mm-hmm and the last time that we did that with Apollo Crews, he took the title, held it for six months, while the previous champion won the Money in the Bank briefcase and then crashed it in to become the <laughs> WWE champion. Yeah, I guess. But now, I'm not, I'm not saying that's the same storyline they may use with Damian Priest, but that's a an option. So what you're saying is Damian Priest wins the Rumble. That's, that's what you're saying. Oh, no. I don't <laughs> think he will. Uh... If anything, I think it would be a case where he would have to win the briefcase. Gotcha. A little uh, bit further down the line. Yeah, the same same thing I said last year with when we were talking about Big E winning the Rumble. And I said, no, it's a little too soon for that. Give him the briefcase. And they gave him the briefcase. <laughs> uh, well, you know, talking about too soon, uh, our women's tag team champions, uh, Rhea Ripley and Nikki A.S.H., they finally have, I guess, an opponent. We sort of shove two people together, and uh, Queen Zelina and Carmella seem to be able to pull out a win here. Um, you know, we're, we're talking about this, but this this division is on life support, man. Yeah, yeah, it is. But you know what? I can get down with uh, Zelina and Carmella being the mean girls for the division. Because it seems to fit them perfectly. And once again, we need bodies in that division because 
The division exists, even though they don't really treat it with any respect. They cut half their tag teams away from them. Then they blew up the other half of the tag teams in the draft. At this point, they, in my opinion, I feel like they need to cut their losses with the title and just phase it away and then bring in an intercontinental title for the women. The odds but then that again, that happens, if though. they did, yeah. Uh, but the odds of that is slim because if they do do away with the title, they don't replace it with another one. That has never been a thing that WWE does. Yeah, there's a chance. So, I just don't. I, I, I just. It seems like you know they've they've sunk so much time into this that they're gonna just try and make it work continually. Even though, arguably, the belts you know after six months after they were introduced it didn't work. Um, WWE yeah, seem intent um, at trying to make them work. Yeah, uh, it's one of those cases where it's just we don't really care anymore. It, we cared about the original winners. And then we realized they weren't doing anything with them. Then we had the Iconics win it, which we thought were going to be cool. And they did nothing with them. Mm -hmm. And we could go on and on and on with every single iteration of the champions that have held that belt. And it's just like, we get to a point where we just don't care anymore. And and as I was going to say, I I could... That's one reason I don't see them bringing an Intercontinental title about... Is because I, that would lead everybody to say, "Oh, they're copying AEW. Look, they have to have a mid-card title like AEW does. Now they'll call it something stupid. Like the 24-7 European Championship or something. I forgot that belt existed. <laughs> um, yeah. Personally, just time-wise, I'm going to jump over to, to NXT to talk about their women's division. And their women's tag team division, in fact. Um... Because after TakeOver Halloween Havoc, you know, we had brand new champions with all of Toxic Attraction, and it seems as though their first set of challenges for all of them have shown up. Um, you know, they took out Zoe Stark backstage, and Io Shirai comes out, interrupts Mandy Rose, seemingly setting up that match for the NXT Women's Championship. Um, and then when it turns into a beatdown, uh, Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter coming out to save Shirai, seemingly indicating that they're going to be looking at a shot at the NXT Women's Tag Team titles. Yeah, but you you think that? Uh, I don't. <laughs> at least not not initially. Mm. Okay. I said it last week when we were talking about the results. Mm-hmm. War Games. Yeah. True. We can have bodies title matches need between for both, yeah. Bodies for both teams. And from what I understand, I think they've said that the next TakeOver, we don't know what the name of the special is going to be. We don't know if it's going to retain the TakeOver name or not. Uh, but it's going to be around the 5th, I think is what they've said, uh, for December 5th. I have to specify that because it's not November 5th yet. <laughs> uh, and I could see that being... Being headlined by two war game matches, um, and the women being Io Shirai, the two ladies you mentioned that I can't remember their name at the moment. Casey Kenzaro and Kaden Carter. Yeah, and then Ra- Raquel Gonzalez, Toxic Attraction, and then who knows, be the fourth person. If Raquel's on the other team, I imagine Dakota Kai probably jumps herself. Probably with Toxic yeah, Attraction. Yeah, Dakota Kai, Dakota Kai, then, uh, and that—that's a ready-made. 
War Games feud right there. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to see what uh, WWE end up pulling out for NXT. You know, people are starting to line up, whether it is for championships or whether it is for a War Games match. People are standing opposite other people. There are feuds there, and they are beginning to develop. Yeah. Uh, another thing that we seem to have noticed at, towards the end of NXT is we might be getting one more Gargano <laughs> and Champa match. We did hint it. Yeah. Uh, and I'd be fine with it, because it's been a while since we've had one, and it would still be like the remnants of the old NXT trying to hold on, which I th- I, I think is a amazing storyline for Champa. Personally, is like being the last of the old guard, trying to hold off these new newbies that are coming through the 2.0 version of NXT. Um, so why not have one more match? Especially if say Gargano isn't going to stay with WWE much longer which is another rumor we're hearing, um, then yeah, let him go out on a bank with an amazing match with Champa. And if he goes off to the main roster, he goes off the main roster. If he goes, goes off and goes somewhere else like the uh, AEW or Impact, that's fine. We know where he won't be going because it won't be Rainer of Honor. <laughs> he might pop in and say hello. Uh, pour one out for that company. They died before in- in- Impact Wrestling did. Impact Wrestling are the cockroaches of the wrestling industry. You can't kill them. Yeah. Um, something also to mention about this week's episode of NXT. You know, there was quite a few, uh, I guess, building matches, or uh, I don't want to call them necessarily squash matches because sometimes people did have offense on the other side. Not in all of them, but you know, Boa taking out Grayson Walker. We had. Uh, <laughs> Solo Sokoa take out Jeet Rama. Um, you had Bron Brick take uh, out Andre Chase. Uh, you had Zion Quinn take out Robert Stone. You had Dakota Kai take out Cora Jade. Um, just sort of, I guess, showing us this is this is our roster. You know, Kai Quinn, uh, Breaker, Sokoa, Boa. These are people who are going to be getting a bit of focus heading forward in NXT 2.0. Yeah. But you know what? I don't want to talk about any of them. I Oof. want to talk about Cameron Grimes and the uh, poker game. Fine, I will let it happen because Duke Hudson was involved. <laughs> yeah, what an amazing segment. series of segments that was. Um, I absolutely was dying laughing and I loved that the character of Cameron Grimes just kept chipping away at the annoyances of Duke Hudson. And I just like the character of Duke Hudson. I think it's an an amazing little twist on characters. And of course, we love Cameron Grimes to the moon <laughs> uh, and back. So I want to see this match. I want to see this match because I know Cameron can put him over right. And I just want to see further development. I want to see more of those vignettes like the one they had on NXT this week. Well, we'll have to see what they put out because for this week, we have run all out of time. It's been great talking to you. Baby. You can visit our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash wrestling R&D up or our Twitter page, twitter.com forward slash wrestling R&D up or lastly, our YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash wrestling R&D 
up and we will catch you next week. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.